She also found lost dogs, exposed cheating spouses, and tracked down the occasional skip, and she rarely referred to herself in the third person. I had a few other specialties as well, mostly because I'd been born the Grim Reaper. I could see dead people, for one, a fact that helped me solve many a case. Odd how easy it was to solve cases when one could ask the victim who done it. Not that I could always rely on that natural advantage. Some people didn't know who'd killed them. That was rare, but it happened. A traumatized brain was a complicated brain. Still, I got good intel most of the time. In this case, however, the chances of finding a departed just hanging out at the crime scene where they died ten years earlier were slim. It was worth a shot either way, which was why I'd agreed to let Sack pick me up at the ungodly hour of 6 a.m. to show me the crime scene firsthand. Along with me, however, came a bit of baggage, and it was sitting in the two back seats. Jessica, my ex-BFF, blamed me for her death, ad nauseum. Reyes, my affianced, blamed me for his sour mood. I chose to ignore them both. The view is gorgeous, I said as we wound up the Jemez Mountains. The sun was barely clearing the treetops, casting an orange glow over us. The pine and juniper glistened with the early morning dew, their shadows sliding across the window as we drove deeper into the pass. We didn't see a lot of green in Albuquerque, so the fact that all this lay just an hour away boggled my mind. I loved the Jemez. Isn't it? Sack agreed. My dad used to bring us up here on his motorcycle. But isn't all this reservation land? I asked. How did the FBI get jurisdiction? Tribal law is complicated, she said, her brown bob swaying as she glanced in her rear view for the hundredth time that morning. But she wasn't checking for traffic. She was checking on the surly man behind her. In a case like this, we actually would have had jurisdiction because the campsite isn't on Pueblo land. Either way, it only makes sense to bring in outside authorities. One of the teens was Native American, which is a whole other issue, but the tribal council was more than happy to have us do the investigation. She tightened her grip on the steering wheel, her gaze starting again to the rear view. I couldn't blame her. Reyes was certainly something to look at. Since I could feel emotions radiate off people like others could feel the weather— I felt every infusion of warmth that rushed through her with his nearness. He affected her like hot tea on a winter's day, but she hid it well. I had to give her kudos for that. She was curious about him, but guarded. Since Reyes, dark and dangerous, was an enigma even to me, Sack was smart to be guarded. But there was no denying the raw magnetism, the sensuous allure he unconsciously sent out in sweet, pulsating waves. Either that or I was ovulating. No, wait, no chance of that. It was him. A side effect of being created by the most beautiful angel ever to fall from the heavens, forged in the fires of sin and degradation. All the stuff one's mother warns one about. I struggled to keep from taking a peek every few seconds myself. But just for good measure, I decided to risk a quick look-see. I took out my phone flipped the camera for a selfie, and focused it on the man riding in the middle seat. He leaned into one corner, sitting spread-eagle across the seat, one arm thrown over the back of it, watching me from underneath his lashes, 
studying me. I raised my chin a notch, refusing to be affected by his shadowy, brooding gaze. I was just as mad at him as he was at me. For two weeks now, he'd insisted on escorting me everywhere, foregoing his responsibilities at that bar and grill he owned to be my babysitter. Of course, I was now carrying his baby, and she was kind of a big deal, destined to save the world and all, so I couldn't be too angry. And he was damn nice to look at, even when he scowled. In fact, if I were totally honest, that scowl only added to the allure that was Reyes Sparrow. Damn it. When I scowled, I looked constipated. Leave it to the son of Satan to turn a scowl into the stuff of fantasies. It wasn't like he had a reason to be mad at me, though. Not that mad, anyway. I tried to sneak out of the apartment without him to go on this case with Agent Carson alone and get...